So let's dig right into this, Savage Mind Podcast listeners. I wanted to jump on this right away while it was fresh on my mind. Like a lot of things, I had this conversation pretty frequently because I can connect things and see it so prevalent and so consistently throughout my life. And yes, it comes from experience. And just like I explained to someone the other day, when people think that we overthink stuff, it's usually because they don't think enough. Let me tell you this. You cannot explain the level of content and self-education some of us takes in. And then when you mix that with experience, it surpasses a lot of conventional logic traditional mindsets of people around you. So let me tell you, it's not overthinking. It's second nature for us. It's automatic for us. And it also surpasses a lot of people with the one-dimensional paper school or university degree. Yes, it does. The amount of stuff that we take in and then you put it with our experience and our work ethic and how we, you can't explain to people who don't understand it the way we connect things. Well, I had to tell someone the other day, <clears throat> when you think that we overanalyze and you think that we overthink, it's as automatic for someone like myself as it is automatic for you not training, you not working out. It's as automatic as for you sleeping in. It's as automatic as for you getting offended. It's as automatic as you for fucking partying every weekend. It's as automatic for you for being fucking lazy. That sounds real offensive, but that's the truth. That shit's second nature for you, for a lot of people. Well, this shit's second nature for me. I don't need to know all the facts. Some, oftentimes, I don't even need to have a conversation. I don't even, we don't, I don't even have to hear certain people speak. I don't need to know everything. I don't even need to know a lot. This ain't just, it's not just me. There's people like me out there, but we're in a small supply and small percentage. And people like us speak the same fucking language. To you, people that think like that, you think we're sitting around just fucking thinking about this shit, just planning this shit, sitting and thinking of ways. And do you think we sit and fucking do homework on it? I do a lot of writing. I do a lot of thinking. I spend a lot of time in solitude. By design and purposely. And if some of you would spend more time in solitude. And get to find out what the fuck you're really about. What you stand for. What you think you want. Compared to how you live. Start checking yourself on your self-education and knowledge. You'd find out a lot about yourself. But that's not what people do. You're full of distractions. You're full of clutter. You're full of things that take and fill up your time and your mind so you don't have to think about that because you're often terrified of what you might find. I've already conquered those demons. And I got to conquer demons every day. We are not one-dimensional people. We are multi-dimensional people. That doesn't make us better. That doesn't make us anything. It makes us fucking different. And being fucking different isn't easy. It's difficult. It isn't popular. It isn't celebrated. 
being rare, being in the three percent of what or three the the less than ten percent of whatever is not doing what everybody else is doing. Self education is very intimidating to people because they don't think about these things and they don't spend time in reflection. They don't spend time taking in a lot of content and being able, having the ability to be in when you when you have some new information and you have some new education, not opinion again. I've had to correct multiple people on this. Opinion is different than perspective. And also, too, facts don't give a fuck about your feelings. You want it to. When people say that's your opinion, it's like have not knowing the difference in the definition between judging people and judge of character. Two totally different things. Confidence, cockiness, two totally different things. Ego and being humble, totally different things. Perspective experience is different than opinion it's different than advice and for those of you that don't have it i can understand why it would be intimidating i can understand why it would piss you off and again when people get pissed off and they try to attack us and they try to cut us down you know defy our character uh, criticize us it's because they don't have a legitimate platform, which makes them not have a legitimate argument. So as a last resort, they think by getting mad and pissed off that they, it shouldn't even be an argument, but they feel like that they win. And the reason they get more people on their side is because they do that. And that's because that's what most people do. I did it. I've did it plenty of times in my life or years ago. A crumbling last resort position is to get pissed off and attack someone. Especially when you don't know what you're talking about. Especially when someone makes you feel stupid even if they're not trying to. It's, it's your own insecurities because you choose entertainment and recreation over self-education, discipline, experience, and sacrifice. That's the fucking truth. So... Before I kick into this podcast, I needed to say that and I wanted to say this. This podcast was going to be my year-end, kind of my year-end review and a year-end recap because this podcast kicks off season four. The first episode of season four started this in February 11th through 12th of 2020. And for every one of you that have continued to support me, continued to hang in there, Knowing what my plans are with my video podcast and my guest and and, and uh, wanting to do mobile, wanting to have all these interesting people on from different savages from all walks of life. Uh, from, I mean, the list of categories and variety is endless with me because of how I think and because of the things I'm interested in and because of the people that I want to talk to. For everyone that supports me and that appreciates this message, and that especially subscribes, again, no matter how much you listen, I'm grateful and I thank you for that. Please go subscribe. I need your subscriptions so I can reach other platforms and reach more people. You need to hear the things people like myself are saying. 
outside of your fucking family, outside of a professional athlete, and outside of fucking celebrities. Because even though, obviously, people like myself are not in the position some of them are, financially, materialistically, and have the reach they have, some of them say a lot of stupid shit, and they, they are not multi, multiple, multi-dimensional people with any depth. Doesn't mean some of them aren't. It means they, you tend to listen to people you respect, and a lot of times y'all listen to people, you respect people just simply by what well, their fucking title or how much money they have or what position they have in life. And that's fucking total. How do I put it, man? That's, that's a fucking problem. You listen to these people because of the position they're in, because of the money they have. So these people have more reach. So they get more people to listen to them. You think what they say is fucking amazing, even if it's fucking generic. Even if it's fucking basic. Shit is day-to-day shit. You don't have to be a fucking Einstein to say or know. If you want people like us to have a different fucking platform and more of a reach, I need you to go subscribe. So, with season four kicking off right now, my podcast, like I said, was going to be my yearly recap, analysis, just on everything. Um, the podcast, where I'm at in life, uh, what progress, positives, negatives, the takeaways, the, the gains, the losses for the year. Everything that encompasses what I do in this podcast for the year. But I, I was, I'm so compelled about this. I, I feel like I needed to... I know it's coming late. I meant to actually do that podcast in January, but I'm going to do that podcast in the next week or uh, week or two. Uh, not if, if you may or may not be interested in that, but I like I like to share with my viewers and my listeners what where we're at and where we're going and what took place last year because it's so much. Again, just because people don't see progress, just because you don't see it, just some of us. Again, th- th- this is the thing on social media flexing progress. And being a boss, being a fucking baller, fucking kicking ass, being a fucking not my definition of savage is if you're making more money, if you got a better house, if you if you got a better car or truck, if you got expensive clothes, if you're fucking flexing anything that gets attention. But hard work, dedication, sacrifice and suffering often in minimalism and resourcefulness often doesn't get very much attention because it's not encouraged in this society. Competition in comparison is encouraged in this society. But I feel compelled to talk about this because this is very important to me. And I know that I, I, th- th- this I can go so fucking deep on because it's been a fucking cancer in our fucking society probably long as humanity has existed. So I don't know how long it goes today. If, if I think it's going to be a part two, you'll see part two come up another time. I want to talk about something that this society in general seems to still not want to deal with or talk about or address. Well, there's a lot of things, but this right here, if you've listened to my podcast in the past on any of this, and if you haven't, I encourage you to go listen to how much I take up for women. And anybody that knows me in real life knows I was raised by women primarily, that I have a lot of daughters and stepdaughters. I mean, excuse me, daughters and granddaughters. 
not a lot, but I'm 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 surrounded by women all the time. And I, if you know me, I tend to take direction, and authority, and it, uh, experience and perspective from women more than I do men. I give them fucking more respect because we're no shortage in this fucking life on overconfident machismo, fake male egos. Male egos have gotten away and it caused so much fucking damage in humanity that we're never short, especially in this society, of macho, egotistical, overconfident fucking males. No fucking doubt. But one thing we're not fucking ready for, and we still seem to not address, and we seem to either... I don't know if there's a percentage of people that really don't see women this way or we overlook it or we downplay it or we think that it's sacred territory, that it's fucking blasphemy, that we don't fucking talk shit to mothers, grandmothers, or women. Well, excuse me. We don't hold them accountable. We don't even address them. It's narcissistic helicopter enabling, smothering, devouring, life-running women, mothers, grandmothers, all across the fucking board. We seem to not be ready for that conversation. And these same women, because it comes in the form of love, because it comes in the form of food, it comes in the form of protection, it comes in the form of fattening you up, building your ego, Building your confidence, taking up for you, making excuses for you. It's not just boys, but boys is more prevalent in general. See, I hear things from people I study. And people often will go, well, you heard that somewhere else. If you knew me years ago before social media, there's a lot of shit I was already saying. And when I heard some from some of the Best experts in the world are some of the classes I study, the podcast I study, the audio books, the, the occasional online class, whatever it is. And then when I hear it from that perspective, it doesn't, it doesn't make me have a fucking flash of lightning that that's the first time I heard it. It resonates with me and I'm able to connect it and put more fucking tools in the arsenal. The reason we overlook these women Because it comes in the form of, we want what's best for you. No one loves you like mommy. No one loves you like your grandma. No one loves you like Tia, aunt. And especially when they get fucking older, shit we should have addressed with them, we didn't fucking address. And then they get older and we will not fuck with them. I encourage you, for any of you who've never listened to Jordan Peterson, to go listen to Jordan Peterson. (laughs) I encourage you to go look up psychological statistical facts on how the statistics of women is a fucking landslide for how many ever years the study has went on of them single-handedly ruining their children's and people around them's life, especially boys. But they're celebrated. They're considered martyrs. They're considered fucking saints. Matriarchs. Now, again, there's no shortage of men who have fucked up their families. Who have fucked up a lot of things in fucking throughout fucking humanity and history. But men are 
attacked in a different way, even if they're not fucking abusive, even if they're not fucking tyrants, even if they're not manipulating, if they just want to restore order, if they just want to restore discipline, if they just want to set... We're talking about men who have the right intent and try to do the right things. They're fucking assholes like me. But a woman can destroy her fucking children and her family. And it's fucking celebrated. And if you say anything to them, you're to be fucking lynched. You're to be fucking burned at the stake. Is this making sense to y'all? Don't fuck with my mama. Don't fuck with women. Don't fuck with my grandmother. I get it. Because a hard reality was early in life, I did the same thing with my mother. I love my mother. I miss my mother. I don't think that she was a bad person at all. She was a great person. The reason she didn't have this kind of reach on me later in life because I left home so young and never returned. This is hard to hear. She would have ruined my fucking life if I would have stayed with her. You hear me? She wouldn't have made my life better. She would have ruined me. And I wouldn't be able to sit here doing this, what I'm doing right now, because I'd probably be in fucking prison. I'd probably be on fucking drugs. I probably wouldn't have a fucking job. That's fucking terrifying to hear. Now, what some of you are saying is my mom only wants, my grandmother only wants the best interest for me. Look what she does for me. You love these people to death, women. And it's fucking killing them. People aren't ready for this conversation because we're told to leave women alone. This goes, all this, again, this shit loops back around, this respect shit. Because you're, you're told to protect the women and protect your mom. It doesn't mean an attack. It doesn't mean cuss them out. It doesn't mean, again. But everything to people who are offended, who take it the wrong way. As, yes, this is this is another one. Hold on to your seats on this one. Elder women, my our age, I say 40 and older. They especially need to fucking hear this, but they especially do not want to hear this. Have y'all ever heard that song by Pink Floyd, Mother? I encourage you to go listen to it. It's that mama's going to protect you no matter what happens. She's going to come to your aid. She's going to rescue you. She's going to filter out your girlfriends. She's going to take up for you. She can get you out of everything. No one's good enough for her baby boy. No one's good enough for her kids. Until something happens that you can't control. Enabling is disguised as love. And there are, I used to, this is what I used to think. I used to think that there was a bigger percentage of these women who legitimately didn't have the tools and didn't know what they were doing. Especially decades ago. But I think different now. Yes, I think they, they didn't know no better. Fuck that and fuck them and fuck you. How about that? These bitches know what they're doing. It doesn't matter how good you are. It doesn't matter what kind of person you are. Especially if it's not who they want you to be. If, if you're not who they want you to be. Whether you're an in-law, whether you're a child. Like the favorite child shit. Who, who decides who's the favorite child and who decides who's the black sheep? And again, I always said this when it came to my children and anybody. I'm going to treat everybody the same and I'm going to let you earn your... This is the same thing I apply to everything in life. I'm going to let you earn your respect or disrespect. When you act different, you'll get treated different. Yes, goddamn right. But from if we're going to start at zero... We're going to start both of you the same. These kind of mothers and these kind of women, they like people who fucking kiss their ass. 
They like people who tell them what they want to hear. They like people who fucking do everything. Even if they, look, they'll do shit for you. But they do shit expecting that you're going to do the same thing with them. And what it's like their fa- often their favorite kids are the one that they do the most for. Those kids are often the ones who can do the least for themselves. I know this is hard to hear. Especially boys out there. When I was younger, nobody ain't going to talk about my mom. It didn't matter if they were fucking right. We were going to fucking blow. I didn't care. I thought the first goddamn punch. And what I realized, a majority of the shit my mom told me, they were fucking right. That's hard to hear. See, we talk about like that's disrespect. We can say whatever the fuck we want to about men. We can say whatever we want to about anybody. Just don't fuck with mamas and grandmothers. They don't. Most of them don't qualify for sainthood. It don't mean that we don't fucking love them. It means we don't care about them. But these people especially arrive at older age because nobody was willing to deal with them. Nobody wanted to hurt their feelings. Nobody wanted to correct them. Nobody wanted to put them in their place. Even if you're not gaining a benefit, you don't want to see your mom upset. You don't want to see your grandmother upset. You don't want to see them cry. I get it. If my mom was here right now, I could say this shit right to my mom. My mom never think I loved her any less, but I started at a very young age telling her that shit. And the reason I did, because she decided to put me in an adult. I'm not saying this is everybody. I'm saying this is me. Before y'all fucking jump to conclusions. She put. She decided to put me in an adult position as a very young teenager. So at that point, what I realized when I was older, then that gives me the right to talk like an adult. These women know what the fuck we're doing, and we let them off the hook. Oh, they lacked education. Oh, that was from their era. Oh, that was old school. You think because they fucking come and bail you out of everything? You think because they fucking fix shit for you? You think because they fucking make you a great meal when you come to their house or you fucking still live there? You think because they co-sign for you? You think because they... A lot of these women don't like anybody that's not their fucking children. Especially boys, but any of their children. These women know exactly what the fuck they're doing. And it comes in ways... Excuse me. Backhanded comments, sarcastic reactions. They try to get you out of character. They don't want nothing in the way of... I think a lot of these women would be perfectly happy if their fucking children and grandchildren lived with them forever. Seriously. Or right up underneath their nose. And then what happens when somebody... All you have to do is fucking confront them, correct them, check them, disagree with them as the elders my age and older they view that as disrespect especially in certain cultures y'all hear what i'm saying they don't get off the fucking hook if they feel attacked that's their fucking problem they don't deserve any more fucking lead way and any more free chances if you want them to change and you want to change it for next generation these fucking women need to be addressed You go look at and go do your fucking... Go take the time out of your fucking busy schedule of entertainment and fucking recreation and nonsense and do you a little bit of fucking research and see what women are responsible for. Because they cook, because they clean, because they go to work, because they dress. It doesn't mean they don't love you. It doesn't mean you don't love them. Nobody's, nobody's arguing that fact. And some of them don't know. But in today's society with the education that's available to touch at hand, they fucking know what they're doing. They're putting you, most of you, in a position where you need them forever. 
until they're fucking gone. Where you always gravitate back to them. And if you don't agree with them, you don't dare fucking say it because you're afraid to get cut off from whatever it is. Or maybe you're not getting cut off for nothing. Maybe you just don't want them to be pissed at you. Fuck them getting mad at you. Just like fuck your kids getting mad at you. Fucking be mad. I'm goddamn mad too. Fuck you. Yeah, that's where I stand on it. I want to go back to this again. Women are responsible for so many of these things. They create these people. And then they expect the rest of the world to treat them the same way that they did. And because they're women, and we're told a man should never, I'm doing air quotations right now, a man should never talk this way to a woman. A man should never do this to a woman. There's certain things you shouldn't do. But it's okay for a woman to say whatever the fuck she wants to to a man. These are conversations that people still aren't having in the 21st century. In 2023, we're 23 years into a fucking 21st century and we're still not having these conversations. And in the back of y'all's mind, you know if that's you, you know if that's your mother, you know if it's somebody in your family, you know it's your grandmother. You know if it's one or all of you fucking people. If you want to fucking change, and chances are, if you know in the back of your mind this person is a narcissist, you know she's fucking manipulated, you know she's a fucking helicopter, one or all of you, you know that she's fucking a devouring mother, I encourage you to go listen to Jordan Peterson's Hansel and Gretel story on this. Chances are, if you know this, you feel like it's too late, but you've already picked up some of her habits, or you've already passed down those fucking habits. It's just like standing up to an employer or anyone. You think you're going to cushion the fucking blow. You think that you, you, you know, you're afraid that these people might get sick, they might pass away, and that's unfortunate. We're all going to fucking pass away. None of us are getting out of here alive. But the thing is, you wanted to say it years ago, but you didn't. And then when you see that older shell of a person, you don't want to say it. But you should have said it back then. But if you don't fucking address it now, chances are you've already picked up some of those characteristics. And you're going to pass them on to the next generation. You know what? I'm going to stop right here because I'm going to go so goddamn deep on this. I'm going to go to, I'm gonna do another podcast on this. It may be not be the next episode, but I'm going to do this within the next month. So I'm just going to tell you all right now. Look for part two on narcissistic helicopter, smothering, manipulating, controlling, enabling, devouring women, mothers, grandmothers, all across the board. No one gets off the hook. Season four is in full swing right now. Thank all of you. I love you. I appreciate you. Please go subscribe. Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play. Reach out to me if you got any questions. I need you to go subscribe. Five to ten dollars a month. You can't say you don't have it. Y'all stay humble and live savage.